Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Friday the 21st of August. I suppose by sheer dint of numbers, I have to mention the outcome of markets August PMIs for Japan, Europe and the US. These are clickbait, so you'll certainly be reading about them in the papers tomorrow. Actually, that makes me despair because their monthly movements bear no interesting relationship to the hard data which eventually emerges. And to try to read the runes from small monthly changes in these headline numbers seems to me to be actually bogus. Nevertheless, the fact is that market cunningly times this clickbait to land on days when there's little other economic news to report. So here goes. If they are to be believed, Japan remains mired in contraction, both for services and manufacturing, with no improvement seen in August. In the Eurozone, the strength of the recovery seen in July ebbed away in August, one imagines, thanks to renewed COVID outbreaks, with France relapsing more dramatically than Germany. In Europe, the exception is the UK, where the recoveries in both manufacturing and services accelerated and pushed the recovery purportedly to its fastest since October 2013. In the US too, despite the pandemic raging, recoveries in both services and manufacturing accelerated to the best since early 2019. So, shorthand message, Japan bad, Eurozone relapsing, UK and US surging. I do not invite you to believe it. Apart from that, today's data seemed more to confirm already identified trends than to set us off in new directions. In the US, existing home sales jumped a record 24.7% month on month to an annualized 5.86 million, with the median sale price up 8.5% year on year, the median time to sell your house down two days to 22 days, and unsold inventory also down 4.5% month on month. That's strong stuff for sure, but surely we already expected something like it. After all, earlier this week, the NAHB housing market index hit its highest point in 35 years, and building permits were up 18.8% month on month, housing starts up 22.6%. This is no longer a recovery or a rebound, it's a pretty robust expansion. And in the UK, July's retail sales volume numbers also surprised. Total sales up 3.6% month on month and sales ex-petrol up 2% month on month. Those ex-petrol sales, incidentally, were 4.4% higher than in pre-COVID February and up 3.1% year on year. Nor is this any longer just an automatic rebound. We had that in May up 10.6% and June up 13.4%. In addition, the 25.9 billion public sector net borrowing, though huge, was still 8.4 billion less than expected. Two weeks ago, when British commentary was dominated by that 20.4% quarterly quarter-on-quarter fall in second quarter GDP, I felt hopelessly out of kilter reporting that actually June's construction output, exports, imports, trade balance, unemployment rate, and even its June monthly GDP numbers were actually better than expected. It still feels strange, but there's now a big difference between the recovery in the UK's Shocks and Surprises Index, which is at plus 2.4, 
and that in the Eurozone, plus 0.33. Though it seems a bizarre idea even to float, perhaps the UK's economic management hasn't been as obviously cack-handed as its healthcare and education management. Is that possible? Thinkable? Sayable? Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of it. If you did, please share the experience with your friends and colleagues. If you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thank you.